Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David. Uh, this is going to be uh, our third. This is our third episode, and we're going to be uh, a little bit different uh, this week. Uh, this week, if you if if you are a member of Kinship Care Liverpool, uh, we had a group called the Reader uh, coming for a sessions or three sessions for a thing called Stories for You and Yours, and this is a group that they run. Uh, periodically uh, and it's to help people engage in regards to reading and also to to help bring books to your children or to whoever whoever's um they're a very good um company very good um if you go to their website which which we forgot within the thing but the website is uh www.thereader.org.uk uh, it's a great um company uh, charity they are based in liverpool they are worldwide uh, sorry uk based uh, charity uh, and it's mainly to promote and bring this revolution of of reading so we're going to be speaking to two people from from that group uh, i say they're doing a three three um three week course with myself and others in the kinship um group uh, very 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 informative very great way of getting to know how people read what they read you know, how it's done because really when you think about it most people have an idea or you just read you just sit there whatever it was but it's about creating that environment and creating that idea of you can read wherever you want to and it's a very good uh, way of looking at it um i say wonderful place wonderful charity if you um if you're looking for things to do in the half term or any time the weekends uh, they have a thing called the Story Barn, which is in Coldstones Park here in Liverpool. Uh, very good. You know, I, I've been there a couple of times. It is a very um, entertaining thing. It was a shame uh, during lockdown they couldn't do a lot of things like that. So they ended up doing things like Zooms, which is still very, very good. Um, but one of the things they do mention, and obviously they'll be mentioning it in the interview, is about how it's not just about children it, it this isn't about helping children to learn or even to learn to read it's about anyone having that enjoyment in reading and if you are someone who 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 likes reading but maybe they can't get to the library or anything like that um obviously i'll be putting a couple of links uh, on the post that we do here uh, there's a number of apps things like for example libby or overdrive uh, which are apps that connect to the liverpool or the sefton um or nosley uh, libraries and you can then take out audio books and actual books that you can read on your phone or your tablet or ipad or whatever it would be uh, very good way of doing things i use it a lot with uh, audio books and also it's it's really good for 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 kids books as well and uh, just in general because i mean obviously if you um one of the things that we don't go into is obviously in regards to the idea of taking books around with you uh i don't know if i'm sure we all read books to some extent but if you re- if you want to read lord of the rings it's quite a heavy book that you want to carry around but if you can have it on your phone or you can have it on your kindle or ipad or whatever it would be you know it's so much easier to to, you know, to engage in reading and it's such a a wonderful thing um so i i would definitely recommend looking at that but they'll be talking about the things that they offer and let's get to that uh, so, I'm going to be speaking to uh, to people from the reader. If you just like to introduce yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, my name is uh, Hope McGarry. I work for the reader. 
the organization and the program we need legal funds. Um, but yeah, I will uh, end the training for everybody's. And my name is Katie Clark. I also work at the Reader with Hope. Um, I work on the teaching and learning team, but very closely linked in with the children's and young people's team. Um, out kind of sharing stories and poems with young people of all ages um, and delivering training as well. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Um, I've been to the Reader a couple of times, but if um, people who may not be aware of it, um, what is it that the Reader actually does and offers at the moment, obviously? COVID sure. Yeah, well, we are a national charity that wants to bring about a reading revolution so that everyone can experience and enjoy great literature, uh, which we believe is a tool for helping humans to survive and live well. Um, and we run shared reading groups where we get together, um, we read a short story or a poem aloud together in the room, um, and we talk about it as we go through um, kind of what our reactions are to it. Um, there's no pressure to read aloud, so people can come along and just join in and by listening if they want to. Um, but really, we build kind of connections through doing that together in the room. Um, and we work with people of all ages. So um, we work with very, very tiny babies and new, new parents, right the way through to working with older people in care home settings. Um, we go out and do a lot of the shared reading in, in different settings, but we also have a big base at Calderstones Park in Liverpool, uh, where people can come and join in the groups or visit our story barn um, on site there as well, where we do lots of reading with, with children. Um, through COVID, obviously things have been different, but we have been able to adapt and run shared reading sessions online um, using Zoom. Um, which has been fantastic to see that the power of shared reading can work in that way um, and bring people together still, even through COVID, uh, through that. And also we've developed um, shared reading over the phone as well for people who maybe don't have access to the technology um, to join us for an online group. So we've been reading um, to people who are isolated in their homes uh, over the telephone too. That sounds wonderful. I've um, During the lockdown, I did one of your group thing, I forget what, I think we even, it was like the kitchen disco or, or bathroom, oh, bathroom yes. boogie, it was one of them ones. Um, just in regards to reading, obviously we deal mainly with, with children, obviously being kinship care. Is there any sort of hints or tips in regards to getting kids into reading? Because it seems to be, I don't want to say it's kind of like a passe thing, it's not the, it's not the internet or anything, so it's, it is hard times to get kids to read. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think the key is about that, creating that atmosphere where the emphasis is on reading for pleasure. I know um, there can be a lot of pressure sometimes we feel it from school um, to kind of get through a book um, and finish it and complete it, and that's the goal. We'd always emphasise, first of all, kind of creating the right atmosphere, the right environment, so getting comfortable, you know, sitting down, whether that be on the sofa or putting some cushions on the floor and getting down on the floor, um, so that you're comfortable, you're relaxed, and there's no sense of pressure. One of the things we always say is, you know, there's no need to get to the end of the book. It's not about completing it. If you can sit down and read one page of a picture book with the young person that you're looking after and enjoy that experience, have a pos positive experience of that, that is going to be more beneficial than kind of feeling under pressure to get to the end of a book and complete it. Yeah, um... I suppose in in a way it's kind of like with 
my thing was is with audio books where it, with it's that nice kind of warm feeling of yeah. having someone read to you yeah and i think that's the thing you know about um shared reading is it's really enjoyable actually and relaxing um to be read aloud to um, and all everything that you can kind of bring into that with your voice but the kind of closeness and the connection that you can have just from sitting together and reading even if that is for five minutes um, is really positive and a lovely kind of bonding experience as well yeah um i mean i like that idea of it being start with a page start with because it's funny when you think back and you go i can't actually remember how i learned how to read it just seems to have always been there even if it was just comics or you know it's that seems to have gone out of way as well with the Beano and the Dandy and all of those things. Uh, I just, but um, just in regards, I mean, do, do, in regards to your groups and things, is it like a weekly thing or is it just as and when? Or Many of our groups um, happen weekly just to kind of have that routine so that you will know it's always there at the same time from the same place each week. Um, but, you know, we would encourage people if you're, if you're trying something out just at home as well, just find a time that works for you in the day um, and that might be different on different days. That's absolutely fine. And I think the other thing is, you know, it's different for different children. Everyone is different and everyone picks up in different ways. Um, I know with my two daughters, they've had very different experiences of kind of going on that reading journey um, and picking up that idea of reading for pleasure. Um, so I think kind of get to get to know your child and see what works for them. Um as you say, starting off with like the five minutes is great and you'll probably find that you can build it up from there um, as time goes by. But it's nice to kind of just start off with um, a kind of easily achievable goal and that sense of no pressure. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have kids myself. Uh, one of the things I've noticed, especially, in, you know, as you were saying, it's about they've got to get to the end of the book. Yes. Um, it's, it's almost like a task. That, you know, It's a chore that they don't want to do. Um, so... In regards to things like that, what are your thoughts in regards to phonics? Is that something that you agree with or you think it's it's specific to the child? Because it seems to be quite a big thing recently. Yeah, I've, I've come across phonics a little bit just um, with my younger daughter, particularly um, during COVID, doing homeschooling, had to get my head around that. Completely different from the way that I learned, <laughs> I learned to read when I was at school. So that was a, a particular challenge for me. Um, I think our emphasis at the reader would always be on um, enjoying reading for pleasure rather than focusing on kind of literacy. So it's really interesting that um, reading for pleasure has been cited as the single most important thing that will make a child successful in life. So actually getting that enjoyment there, first of all, is the most important thing. So the literacy, the building up, the recognising of letters and words and sounds follows on from that but if you can get that there first I think that is the key because that is the thing that's actually going to make the child want to read um, and that can actually start very early on as we've been saying you know just by creating that um, experience of sitting down having that closeness that connection with a book and enjoying it together um, so yeah I think kind of the, the literacy side of things the picking up on sounds and words comes later but interestingly, you know, if a child is being read aloud to, they can understand always on a higher level than they can read themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and so you are developing that kind of comprehension, the understanding behind the words, the picking up of new vocabulary um, from li just listening. 
even before they get to the stage of trying to read the words aloud themselves. So it's actually doing quite a lot underneath the surface. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And yeah, you're also maybe not worrying too much about getting it wrong. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so say, for example, in the group, if someone, you know, stumbles on a word or got, we wouldn't necessarily correct them, you know, we would maybe sort of uh, allow them more to go with the flow and, and sort of back to the enjoyment side that we do a group coaching. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, in regards to... Um, Obviously, we're in, in January at the moment. Do you have anything sort of up and coming? Obviously, we're doing the stories for you and yours here at Kinship, uh, which the, the next three weeks. Uh, do you have things that go on over like these, the, 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 the half terms and the summer holidays and things? Yeah, we have really busy programme events that are run at Calderstones and through the Story Barn as well. They always have kind of different things going on um through the half-term holidays and actually all the time as well, different sessions that can you can just drop into if you want to uh, or other things that are kind of run more regularly. Um, and you can find out about those from going um, on our website and looking at the Story Barn. And that, I'm going to be bad, is it, it's storybarn.co.uk, I believe it is. Yes, that's right. Yeah, but I think yeah. you can find it on Instagram, then. Yeah, we've got an Instagram account if you search for the Story Barn on Instagram and the Reader has um, an account on Instagram as well. Um, And yeah, lots more information. If you Google the Reader Liverpool and the Story Barn, you'll be able to find the websites for them. The website is thereader.org.uk and you can click on what's there as well. And like, uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm sure sure Google will find it. Um, And just finally, just uh, before we finish here, if you could only have one book, whether it's as a child, whether it's a book that you'd read in at the moment, what would it be? That is a great question. I'll let Katie answer this one. Um, am I allowed to pick two? Can I have an adult one and a children's yeah, book? Yeah, oh, I can allow fine. that. You're very fine. My adult book would be Middlemarch by George Eliot, which I love. Um, which I have come back to time and time again throughout my life. I always find something new in it. I think a quote that's been said of Middlemarch is, all of life is here. Um, And I found that to be true and kind of find that different periods of my life where I'm going through different things, there there are, you know, new things that I pick out of it that I'd not noticed before. So that would be my adult book. Um, A brilliant children's book that I I enjoy coming back to time and time again um, with my children is a picture book called You Choose. Um, It is brilliant. There is so much to look at and discuss together in the book. There's lots of detailed pictures um, on each page and you can open it up, um, look at the pictures and talk together about what you would choose on each page and that might be where you'd choose to go, um, what pets you might choose, all this kind of thing. Um, But it's a great one for getting discussions going. Is you just passed me here? You choose Nick Sheraton, Pippa Goodhart. I think I actually have this book. My my um, nephew, who's my foster child, he has um, he's on the SD spectrum and he loves this book. So you just because you can just turn to a page and go, let's talk about vacuum cleaners. Yeah, absolutely. And then he. It becomes an obsession, but it, <laughs> yeah. it is a nice way to start a conversation and start stories. It's a great way of doing yeah, it. And absolutely, and that thing we were talking about of no pressure to get through the whole thing. You could open that book, yeah. as you say, just on any page, focus on that and have a conversation. You know, use that to start a conversation going. And my older uh, child uses it like, where's Wally? 
brilliant. So shoot, yeah. we've got like flashcards of this book, and you go right. Can you find this? Oh, so, oh I didn't know about the flashcards. Oh, we, I think we know. made them or we bought them really? from someone. Oh, um, fantastic. Because it came in a, a pack. Um, and yourself? Oh <laughs> no. gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, I think you know what? Great answer from Katie. So I think yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah, Katie's answer is great. Yeah. No, well, thank you very much for that. And I say we'll uh, we'll obviously tag you and everything on here, and we will um, we will get back to that. So that's a lovely little uh, interview with them. We are going to be doing a few more interviews with people. Uh, across uh, across a lot of places, really. It's not just going to be the Merseyside area. It's going to be, obviously, places within the UK. A lot of the other kinship uh, groups, the Kinship Hub, very good with things like this. So we're going to be speaking to a few of them uh, because a lot of them have different uh, things that they've done. Uh, the one thing that we do, obviously, as I'm recording this, we are having our, our Pampa Day, which happens on the first Friday of every month. Uh, we do recommend uh, that, that, I mean, it's, you, you know, a lot of people may not want to do things like that, but the more the more people we do these type of things with, the more we can show that there's a need for those things. And obviously potentially offer more, because if you like certain things, you know, we all, we're always open to ideas about what we can, what we can do and what we can offer. Uh, but I say it's always the first Friday of every month. Um, it's just nice to have, you know, a few hours just to sort of have a little relax, have a massage, talk to people. And sometimes, especially on the coffee mornings when we have them on a Wednesday, they are very much about what's going on in kinship, what's going on with the families. But this really is time for you, which a lot of people may not do. I mean, well-being is quite a, a, a big factor in the world, you know, when we went to lockdown and everything like that, um, it's about looking after yourself. If you can't look after yourself, how do you look after anyone else? And just taking that time, taking that that 10 minutes to just go and have a little read or go and watch your favourite show or take yourself to the cinema or whatever it would be. You know, there's so many things in Liverpool. Um, you know, there's so many, you know, if you, if you, if you are in the Liverpool area, I'm sure they do ev everywhere. Uh, the Odeon, they have lots of sort of free, uh, not free, but cheaper seats, usually around about five pounds um, that you can go and get, take yourself to watch a film. I know it's, it, it seems selfish in a way uh, to, oh, I'm going to take myself off to a film, but sometimes that's exactly what you need. You need your, your you time. And a lot of times we don't get that until after the, the kids have gone to bed or the kids have gone to school. But really, it's about looking after yourself. And if you and if you do that, um, and I say the pamper the pamper day, I always say evening. The pamper day is quite a good way of doing things. Um, you know, we have a lot of things like that that, that are going to be coming up. Um, obviously, if you are interested in uh, the reader uh, and what they do, and I say their website is www.thereader.com dot org dot uk you can find them on on instagram on facebook on twitter they are a wonderful charity great great way of looking at things um and i say always good to develop reading doesn't matter what age you are you know you can always enjoy a good book so that's all from me for this episode and we'll see you all next week thank you <laughs>